0: Welcome to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me, I have
1: Isira, Kit, Bria,
0: and Flick. <laughs> Ooh. I don't speak German well enough to do the rest of this intro in German, but if I did, you better believe I would. Last week, the party did it! They pulled the trigger. They went into the node chamber. I'm so happy. Up there, they found two white abishai and two spined devils guarding the room and all it contained. In their moment, or round, of surprise, our adventurers were able to paralyze one of the Abishai and seriously wound the other. Now, though, the element of surprise has been used up, and these fiends get to have a say in the fight moving forward. What else does the party have up its sleeve? Will they be able to pacify these four guards? And where is
2: Semyaza if she's not down here? Let's find out. Hey, y'all. Hello.
1: Hello.
2: I actually know the answer to that. She actually fell down the hole that's below us. She's gone. She's I gone. She's, ab- <laughs> she's just left. She's left the building.
3: I love the idea of us paralyzing all of the creatures and sticking pacifiers on their mouths. I was thinking that, too. So that, that they're too. just, like, frozen, suckling on a pacifier.
0: That's very funny, and I do like that. Just the white Abishai just suckling on a pacifier. Oh, suckling is a fun word. Suckling is a great word.
4: Right? I don't like it.
2: <laughs> Do you have?
0: <laughs> I mean, you have a that small a child, so
3: not yeah. super surprised. You have an intimate knowledge of what suckling oh, is. Oh god! Oh god!
2: <laughs> oh yeah! Yeah. The more you say it, I actually I think I'm more on Terrence's side now. The more that it's re- being repeated, no, still yeah. love it.
3: I, I I also don't understand people's aversion to the word. M- I Didn't feel like we we've do talked this about in the, the banter this one time. We did, we did. We did. We're not
0: doing it again. And, not, we're, and gonna... we're
4: gonna have you're gonna have to cut it because otherwise we'd have to put like a warning at the top that there's a word in here. <laughs> the that word
0: that, that you... I'll, ju- I'll just I'll beep the word. Everyone will know what the word is. Yeah. <laughs> we said me that this like... is not our banter. <laughs> this cannot be our banter. <laughs> oh. I love you all. We can absolutely have this banter. This cannot be the opening of our episode. Well,
4: I I promise. Oh, no, you go.
1: I was going to say, I think we need to talk about the fact that it's October and it's spoopy season and how we're all celebrating.
2: Yes. Something we have not talked about and it's very important. You know what today is. Oh,
3: it's October 3rd.
2: On October 3rd. He asked me what day day it was. It's October October 3rd. 3rd.
3: The now the meme. real
0: fun thing is that this episode is being released on October thirteenth. Yes, but so. how fun
2: that we're recording yes, on this recording. very special national holiday known as mean Girls. I right. have
4: pink in my shirt, and Karen is wearing pink, so we I planned.
3: Have- it. Oh my That's god, I'm not pink in the waistband. <laughs> on
4: my
3: shorts.
2: I'm disobeying my own religion. Clearly,
3: you are. It's clearly. not Wednesday, so you're fine. Ah, uh,
0: good point. They're making Mean Girls jokes, y'all, in case you didn't get it, because I, I don't want mean anyone girl's to Day feel already. left out. <laughs> oh, did you? Yeah. Um, well, you're right. It is It is Mean Girls Day. And also, it is spoopy season. Tell me wh- how we are celebrating, quickly, if you oh. have things that you've watched or done.
3: I mean, I just told everyone off air, but I'm going to Danny Elfman's Nightmare Before Christmas live yes. with an orchestra with oh God, Yankovic it. and Billie Eilish. I'm very Ooh, excited. Nice. On Halloween night. So yes, good. love that. <laughs> That's awesome. Anybody else?
2: I'm probably going to go to a party with like five people. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Uh, I'm actually doing a show on Halloween, which like were bad choices in my life, but anyway. That'd
2: be fun, I'm excited.
0: I'm excited about the show. I'm not excited about having to go into Manhattan on Halloween night. Yeah, uh, don't blame it on fine. that one. I'm also watching. I'm doing my once again this year. I'm doing my 31 horror movies in 31 days. I hate it. Uh, I, you I, that? if you if you check my Twitter, you will see many many more. But since we're recording this on the third, I've only and we haven't watched one today. I've only watched two so far. We watched *Malignant*, which we thought was terrible, and then realized it was supposed to be camp, and we were like, oh "Okay, it wasn't as bad as we." Thought. Uh, so just know that if you're going to go in and watch Malignant, that it's meant to be campy. Uh, and then yesterday we watched part one of the Fear Street trilogy, uh, which I have been very excited about getting to since uh, the last one came out. Um, but it was good. It was uh, Fear Street part one, 1994, uh, and was was very cool. I don't know this. Oh, it's, uh, yeah, so they're, I think they're kind of meant to be loosely based on the Fear Street novels, which were sort of the teen version of Goosebumps. Okay. And they're very good uh, or the first one was very good and I was very excited about it. I also blitzed uh, my way through all of Midnight Mass which is uh the new like part the new entry in the Haunting of Bly Manor, Haunting of Hill House trilogy mm. or whatever. Uh and it was so good. Completely different than the last two seasons or the last two whatever's entries in the whatever, uh but so good.
2: I saw the trailer, I think it was yesterday, and like as you're scrolling through Netflix it just like automatically starts playing the trailers or whatever and i actually might consider watching this cuz it looked that interesting to me it looked really good it,
3: say the name it again
2: it is midnight mass midnight
3: mass oh okay yeah. i have seen i have seen that i haven't
0: watched it Alright, so that's me, Spoopy Season. How about the rest of you? Anything?
3: <laughs> well, uh,
1: my boyfriend and I decorated our apartment like a little bit, but it's it's cute. We put up like jack-o'-lantern lights and like the, we got from home goods naturally, this like spider and skeleton streamer thing that we put up. And we got the cat. A little scratcher that looks like a candy shop yeah <laughs> that's and
0: amazing she, yeah and
1: she's a little black cat so it's like she is also like kind of a halloween decoration <laughs> um so yeah and we also got this weird pineapple skull lantern it's very bizarre but they sell it at target just google pineapple skull and you will see it it's weird but kind of adorable I don't know it's very on the spoopy side not
0: so the things that you just said yeah I definitely have a
2: vision in my head but I'm looking forward to looking that up and seeing how it
0: matches (laughs) we are full on into spoopy season thank you for calling it out Karin I can't believe I went through all of last week without mentioning it at all Uh, if we're feeling spoopy enough shall we hop into this not so spoopy but kind of maybe scary combat
3: yes please
2: Terrifying, I want to it. I I wants to
4: punch.
0: Completely
4: to punch. skipped me. Um, oh, that's true.
0: Yeah. Do you have spoopy season preparations that you've been doing? I
4: bought a fall candle <laughs> that I have been lighting <laughs> in my
0: house.
2: You better name the name of the flavor, please.
4: I Okay, so this is actually a saga, but I'll tell it shortly. Um, I bought a diffuser that I thought would be really good that was like maple and like fall things. And apparently I can't do maple in smells in my house. So I searched and I searched and I searched and what I was going for was apple cinnamon, apparently. So that's what I needed. Anything with any type of maple, sugary smells, no, but cinnamon, apples, that's what I wanted. So that's what I landed on. And then my daughter just told you guys what our Halloween plans are.
0: Yes.
4: <laughs> which I, we're not buying any type of costume until two weeks before, which is a little too far in advance for how often her tastes change. But um, she is going to be Herself. Um, she has decided that her dad will be himself and uh, I'm gonna be a tiger is what she decided. <laughs> so, good. so good. About Everything like about it. it. Not like
0: she's gonna be a tiger tamer that no. is a person Nope. She is a she tiger. is herself. Her dad is himself. Mom is a tiger.
4: Mom is a tiger. <laughs> and also I have started making plans for Christmas. So oh there well we'll go. get
0: okay not we'll get to that i'm just no saying
4: right. this is how i celebrate celebrate spoopy season
0: oh i see i see. I
4: celebrate with christmas all
2: right
0: <laughs> <laughs> anything to add briefly because we're now at almost 12 minutes alex no
4: no
3: let's
0: play. go punchy punchy i said a, i
2: said i was going to a party that's all you need to know. Yeah. oh that's right yeah. you did say you're going to a party all
0: right let's play Alright, so we are at the top of round two, uh, but it is technically the first full round of combat because now your enemies can act. There are other things I should mention that in the adrenaline of the surprise round, trying to get up there, laser focused on your targets we didn't talk about last week, but things I should mention. The first is that not only did you discover an additional splying spined devil up here in the node chamber, but you of course, now that you have a chance to see it, uh, floating up Above the node itself is a tear in the fabric of space. And through that tear, you can see a blasted, snow-covered realm that Flick, you instantly recognize as your long-lost home of Kania, the eighth layer of the Nine Hells. Um, it is cold in here. You all, as you rushed in, there was the adrenaline and the excitement and the stress, and so you didn't feel it for those first six seconds, Uh, but now (laughs) you do. It is frigid in here. That that sense of evil seems to have been turned up to 11 a little bit. Uh, it is this portal is not good and is is there um, that are those are the things that you notice uh, I will I will do my best to remember this but I'm gonna say it so that you all know as well at the beginning of your next turn not every turn just your next turn I do need everyone to make a constitution saving throw. Uh, those of you who have resistance to cold can do it with advantage but this cold in here is intense. So we hop to the top of the order with Flick.
2: What if I passed? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> you okay. can
0: you can stall for time to think by making that con save to start. Okay, that's fine.
2: We'll do that. Ooh, um, a t- with advantage. Right? With advantage.
0: You have you, resistance. Yes. That's right. Okay, have so advantage. that's
2: sixteen.
0: A sixteen is not enough. Oof! That um, Ooh, that spook. hurts. You were hit with the cold of Cania, and it just cuts you to your bone, and you have a level of exhaustion.
2: Shit! Oh god. Okay. Um, we gotta. And the
0: good news is we're only making these checks once per well hour. Uh, but you won't have to. Uh, in theory, you won't have to make it again this fight.
4: No, we're gonna be out of here in an
0: hour. We'll Don't be worry, out of guys. here,
4: guys. We got
3: this. Well, there you go. Problem solved. All right. We'll be out of here or dead in an hour. Or
2: dead. My question to you is, has it been generally quiet so far? Like, have we made a lot of noise?
0: I don't think so. I think I mean you all got a good group stealth check and nobody has set off any particularly loud spells. No. Okay,
2: I am going to go for that flying spiked devil again with two attacks. These are going to be both non-magical, unfortunately. But it's, do I, I don't. I want to maybe if we can do this as quietly as possible. I think that's what I'm going for.
0: There's something very fun to me about about bow firing ranger flick that I just I haven't. I, I
2: don't take great delight in. I don't know why. Well, we also haven't explored that side very much, so that's um, sure. I don't know. Maybe that's what's exciting about it. Um that first attack was a 17. That'll hit. The second one was a 10. That will not hit. Okay, so this is the the one that's 8 non-magical piercing damage.
0: All right. So one arrow manages to sink into the flying spine devil. Uh, but that is now the third shot you've gotten on it. And it is wise to your tricks. So it nimbly dodges out of the way of your second arrow this round.
2: Anything on a bonus action? Um, no, I'm going to avoid bardic inspiration because um, it will know where I am. <laughs> sure, sure.
0: Does it not know where you are now?
2: Well, I don't know. We're going to find out. I mean, okay. it without trace, <laughs> right?
1: Right. Uh... Not anymore, because it's all con- it's concentration, right? I'm not... Has that trace? Yes, blind. it is. Yeah, so sorry, y'all. I simply wouldn't be able to do anything.
0: Also, you're all attacking these creatures. I think they know where you are. No, you yeah. don't know that. I do, though. I know exactly that. Bizdira, you're up. Okay,
3: kiki, kiki, punchy, punchy. All right. A 16 to hit the Abishai.
0: A 16 does hit the Abishai. 21. Uh, Are we stunning any of these? Not yet. Okay.
3: And a 13?
0: 13 does not hit.
3: Okay. And then a key point to do a fourth. Okay. And that one will hit. So I get three. All right.
0: Bam, bam, bam. Three attacks. Three successful attacks.
3: 41 points of pow, pow damage. Pow, pow,
0: pow. Yeah, all right. Uh, some good damage. The Abishai is looking quite beat up, but still in the fight. It is the Spined Devil's turn. The Spined Devil that is in the air, that has been pincushioned by uh, Flick, zips for the door of the chamber.
1: It's not the. It's the other one that's in the moonbeam on the floor? It
0: is the. Oh, you know what? I didn't say. So uh, evens are odds, Kit?
1: Evens.
0: Right. right, let's see. Oh, okay, you're right. That is the one that's in the moonbeam. So let's start with yes. that. Yes.
1: Woohoo! It's a con save.
0: It's a 13 to save. No, I'm that sorry, a 14 does, to save.
1: It doesn't save. Yes. 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 ha All right,
0: even with advantage, yo. Uh, okay, so it's going to take full moonbeam damage from you
1: could have rolled better but that's okay. That's 13 points of radiant damage.
0: Yeah, so that when you watch as it turns to flee for the for the door and your radiant moonbeam just Ashes it. Um, it's gone. Um gone it its burned from the room. The other spine devil is not going to do what it thought it was going to do, seeing its companion get ashed. Uh, so the other spine devil, who was the the backup alert, uh, is is going to rush for the for the door. But it's a little bit further, and it's not flying. So it will make it. Uh, it'll make it. Through the door. Uh, but you all can see, since time is weird in combat, you all can see that it's just on the other side of the door. It needed to use its action, cause these are small the spine devils are small creatures, so it really needed to like huh, work on getting the door open. It's a, if you will recall from TLR, it's a big heavy door. Um do anything. So us it is just outside the door.
4: Opportunity attack when it passes us.
0: You do uh no, because it'll fly up from where it is and then uh, over, okay. which is also part of why it doesn't get much further than that this round. But no attacks of opportunity there. So that is the Spine Devil's turn, which brings us over to Bria.
4: I think I'm gonna stick with what I was doing. Uh, okay. Yeah, Bizaar. Did she make her con save? Oh.
0: Oh no! Thank you. Answer. I'm yes. sorry. And then you need to do it as well. And then. Can I do
4: it at the end of my turn?
0: No. No. Bizaar, what was your con save? Seventeen. Also not, with advantage, right? Yeah. Yeah, also not enough, a level of exhaustion from this cold. And for the two of you who have gotten it, you know it's serious because both of you really have never, well, you since you got the ring, and Flick never had a problem with cold, but Flick, you remember the cold of Cania is something else altogether. Bria, make your con save.
4: I did, and I'm gonna go ahead and uh, roll a lucky.
0: Okay, great.
4: With a different die.
0: Yep. Oh,
4: no. Um, that's a 10.
0: All right. A level of exhaustion for you as well. Uh, Kit. hmm Kit, this time I'm going to have you roll a die to figure out which Abishai the moonbeam is on. We'll say evens. It's the one that Bizdira is attacking and odds it's the Bria one.
4: Uh, it's an even.
0: All right. So it's the Bizdira one. So Bizdira, just know that there's a moonbeam there uh, awaiting some damage. Bria.
4: Okay. And mine is the one that is being hold monster
0: rooted. Yes, so you have advantage, and any hits within uh, any successful hits within five feet are automatically crits.
4: Well, that's a crit, then.
0: Great. Uh, now, you're no longer in surprise, and I don't think anyone has moved to be within five feet of this thing with you, so Mirko? unfortunately... No. Oh, no. Mirko oh, no. does not if want have to be ad- within to be melee there. range. <laughs> if
4: I have advantage, then I get my sneak. Oh, you are correct.
0: You are correct. Well done. It has been a
4: long time since you've played a rogue, boo.
0: It, I, well, this is what happens. I just started DMing Rivals of Waterdeep, so my rogue for that is like in the in the back of my brain now.
4: Uh, that's 25 damage.
0: You rolled double dice, right?
4: Nope, that is the first half of the damage. Please remember for me.
0: Great, 25.
4: I was like, that felt remember, low.
0: Don't add your modifier a second time, just the dice.
4: Plus 21. All right, 46 so total of
0: 46 damage. damage. I think you killed this Abishai. Yeah, tell me Hell, what it looks like when you yes. kill this Abishai.
4: <laughs> um That's a very nice impression of
3: a deer in headlights. That was great. Uh,
4: that is what its face looks like. Um, yeah. Because I think just... we are both very surprised by this. Um, I'm really practicing for my dagger blows to Samyaza. And maybe I just happen to get it in the right spot and I do a little twist and then it falls and I look around like, okay. Okay. Cool. Um, And then I am going to use my bonus action to try to... It went out the door. It the did go out guy. the
0: door. It is, again, because time is weird uh, and the door is still open. You can see that it's still out. It's like right outside the door.
4: Okay. Um. So then I'm going to... I'm gonna try to hide, then, um, behind the node or something for my next turn.
0: Oh. Uh, yeah, okay. There's only two left. The spine devil is obviously not paying any attention to you, and frankly, that other abishai is underneath a moonbeam and Bezira's fists, so yeah, I buy that, all right.
4: Okay, that's what I'm doing.
0: You want to make a stealth roll? No. Well, then you're not hiding, are you?
4: (laughs) That's a 28.
0: Alright, uh, next up in the order is. Nope, I'm sorry, it was a crit. God's I disappear
4: because I get advantage because I'm wearing advantage. my cloak. I oh get advantage on stealth because i
0: Alright, Bria's gone. Kit, you are up
2: next.
1: <sighs> okay, Wait, does she uh, have to make a constitution
2: save? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you get advantage because I give you precognition.
1: Thank you. It's. Very slim chance, cause my con is a plus one. But I too. appreciate the sentiment.
2: I want yeah. you to win. I want you to win. No. No.
1: They were good rolls, but not good enough.
2: It was to worth beat it. A 20. Yeah. the The
0: cold of Cania bites through all of you uh, and settles in upon you with a level of exhaustion to each. But you can take your turn now.
1: Okay. Um, how far away is the door where the little spine devil has flown?
0: Uh, if it's just outside, I think the door is about 35 feet from where you are. Um, okay.
1: And if I move closer to the door, I'm not close enough to anyone that they, they would get an opportunity attack on me, right?
0: No, I don't think so. No.
1: Okay. I would like to. Run so I'm within 30 feet of the little spine devil, and then okay. I'd like to try to catch it with a thorn whip and yank it back into this room.
0: Ooh, that's fun. I love that. All right, it's going to get half cover from the door, uh, so just a plus two to its AC, uh, just so you know. But yeah, do it. I love this. Fun use of thorn That's
1: a 25? Yes. Oh, yeah,
0: well, uh, you know, incredibly, even with that plus two. Uh, yeah, you absolutely hit this dude.
1: Okay, let's roll some damage.
2: <laughs>
1: y'all, y'all, no. oh, this no. has never happened to me before.
0: Oh my
2: God.
1: Every single die is a one.
2: Oh <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> and at this level, there were three of them, right?
1: Uh-huh, yeah, so uh-huh. a nice big three damage. Ah! But, but, but but I pull it back into the
0: room, which right. is the really thing. the
1: important thing. That's all that right. matters.
0: And how fa- does it pull 10 feet or pull to within 10 feet of you? I can't remember how that spells word. Uh,
1: blah, blah, blah. If uh, it pulls 10 feet closer to me.
0: Okay. So that'll be enough to yank it into the room about five feet into the room. All right. Nicely done, Kit. Anything else? No. All right. Well done, Kit. It is the Abishai's turn. So unfortunately, the first thing it has to do is make that con save.
1: Everyone makes a con save. <laughs>
0: Everybody's making con saves. Uh, the Abishai's con save this time is a 25.
1: Fine. It can take half damage.
0: That's right. It can. Also, this Abishai is fucked up.
1: Uh, so the halved damage is seven.
0: All right. The Abishai is not pleased, uh, but it will take its turn It's. St- around Bizdira to get out of the moonbeam uh, and away from the the searing radiance coming down from above. Uh, it is going to attack Bizdira and it is going to attack recklessly, I believe, because it really wants to hit you. Mm. So not a spell, then. Not a spell. No, you can't punch it. Flick already told you these things don't cast spells. That is a 22 to hit you. Sure. All right. 10 points of slashing. And then it uh, uses its free hand. That was with its great, big, uh, uh, evil-looking longsword. And it takes a swipe at you with its claw on the other hand. Yeah, that's a 23 to hit. Fine. Four. Nope. Yes, 13 slashing damage. As it tears through you. Um, Ow. Uh, and and then it sort of sets itself, uh, yeah, sets itself up to fight you some more. The other Abishai is V dead. So we are up to Mirko. Mirko needs to make that con save. Mirko rolls a nat 20. So weirdly, Mirko's Ooh. fine. Uh, I guess maybe it's something okay. about that glorp. The Glorp is partially insulating. antifreeze. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Mirko is weirdly okay for the moment. Uh, what do you all want Mirko to do at this point? Kick,
4: close the door. Close
0: the door, the portal. I've, do something. I've like also interesting.
2: got, um, but, well, we'll uh, get there. Yeah,
0: okay, Mirko, Yeah. Mirko can run over and close the door. What is going to happen is that there's no way for him to get to the door without having to go past this spine devil, uh, because the spine devil is right there. So there'll be an attack of opportunity, but... Mirko can probably take one melee attack against him. Probably. Fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> well, I rolled two crits in a row, um, but it's fine. It's a little spine devil. It'll probably be fine.
1: <laughs> probably. <laughs>
0: no, it definitely will be fine. All right. So Mirko is going with that crit. Mirko is going to take a whole eleven damage. And he looks is, great. Not insignificant for him, but uh, but he's fine. Uh, and he will go and shut that door. That will be his turn, though, because that's going to be a move and possibly a dash to just, like, body the door closed uh, to get there in time. So that is the end of his turn. We go back to the top of the order with Flick. Hey, everybody, your friendly neighborhood dungeon master DM Jazzy Hands here with a few mid-show announcements. First of all, if you're enjoying the episode so far, it would be refreshing if you could pop on over to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever else you get our podcast from and leave us a rating and a review. We will do our best to read those five-star reviews as soon as we see them. And the more of them we get, the more visible the show becomes in theory and the more people we get to listen. So leave those reviews. We love reading them. We miss reading them. And also just tell your friends. Word of mouth's great, too. Next up, as usual, we want to remind you about our Patreon page. Go to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge to get access to all kinds of cool patron perks, like early access to certain episodes, character sheets for the PCs, and much more. And if that's not enough, well, to remind you, you will also be supporting multiple other content creators across the Patreon sphere when you join, through our Patreon at Forward program. You can get more information on the program and a list of the creators that we're patronizing by checking out our Patreon page. For right now, though, I do want to take a moment to recognize some of our our awesome patrons and thank them for their support. I want to thank our Heralds of Denier, Shimmy Gangot, Tanya, and Ark, our honorary party member, Matthew Allen, and our Shimmer Scaled tribe leaders, Eugenio, Eliyahu of Merck Grove, Lisa Diane Mercado Etheridge, and our newly elevated Harmony Bat. If you want to get shoutouts on the show and much, much more, hop on over to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge and become a patron today. Enjoy D&D video games, but don't have dozens of hours to dump into another giant RPG? Well have we got the game for you. Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms is a set it and forget it idle game featuring tons of your favorite characters from Forgotten Realms lore and from contemporary popular D&D stream shows. You can get more information on the game at CodenameEntertainment.com or on Twitter at at @IdleChampions. And when you start playing, use the Electrum chest codes found every week in our episode notes to get gems, gear, and other power-ups all for free. Enhance your characters and defend Faerun with TLR and Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms. We want to thank BattleBards, Scott Buckley, and Kevin McLeod for the music you hear on our show. You can find their collections at battlebards.com, scottbuckley.com.au, and in comptech.filmmusic.io, respectively. As always, you can, of course, also check the episode notes if you want specific track names, artist names, and links to those tracks. media. All right. Hey, short, sweet, and to the point, that's it for the announcements this week. Enjoy the rest of the episode. Stay safe, stay healthy, fight racism when, where, and however you can.
2: And happy gaming, y'all. Um, okay. I'm going to, first off, give Bardic Inspiration to... I'm going to roll for it. Okay. That was a two, so that was Kit. Congratulations. And then... (laughs) And then uh, for an action, we still have the Abishai, right? You
0: do still have an Abishai and a Spine Devil.
2: I think I'm going. (laughs) This is. um, Nope, I'm going to cast. Nope, can't do that because that's concentration. Cool. Um, You know what? We're going to go for two attacks. Very ranged. All right, on the Abishai. The Abishai. That one is not going to hit. Okay, it wasn't a fail. So you t-
0: new target. You're, it's, you're just, you need to recite. It's fine. First arrow goes a little wide.
2: I rolled a two and then a three. So I don't think okay, anything's well. going to hit.
0: <laughs> you're, you're just much better at, at hitting smaller targets. Because yeah. that makes sense in some way.
2: Yeah, probably. you're right. Yeah. <laughs>
0: All right. So two arrows just go zigging around the room. Uh, you know, maybe you'll distract somebody or something. We move on to Bizdira.
3: Punchy punchies. That'll hit. I'm going to do damage one by one.
0: Yeah, okay, yeah.
3: That's six for the first hit.
0: All right. Yep, Keep it's still up. That'll hit. That's,
3: that's going to be ten for that hit.
0: It is still up. up a whore. Sorry. That'll hit again. I rolled like three yeah. 17s. Nice. Well, hey, at least you're consistent on that end. Yeah.
3: And another 10.
0: All right. This time, tell me what it looks like when you take the Zabashai down.
3: She's going to roundhound kick him in the head and his head's going to go and make Whoa! a fun little crunching sound when he falls to the ground. Yes, and indeed. Then exactly.
0: And yes. what I would like to do is yes. I would
3: like to take off, use a key point, and punch the spindly one.
0: Uh, sure.
3: I mean, I'm pretty sure a, a 26 will hit for another 10 damage to that guy.
0: All right, that guy is still standing, despite, you know, the three little pricks it got earlier. (laughs) Next (laughs) up in the, right, no, next, oh, next up in the order is the Spined Devil.
4: Who is still lassoed, question mark?
0: No, that's a, it's a pull, but that's it. All right, so here's what's gonna happen. The first thing it's gonna do is it's gonna move towards the door. So, Bizdira, you can get an attack of opportunity if you would like.
3: Uh, Can't disengage. (laughs) That'll hit, Okay, roll that damage. Six more damage.
0: All right. Uh, it is still
3: up. Shouldn't Mirko get an
0: attack of opportunity too? Well, we're working on that. So. Okay. So uh, you hit it, you punch it, you get a good, but it is still up. It heads to the door. It makes it to the door. And here's what it has to do with Murko. It's not that Mirko gets an attack of opportunity. It's that Mirko is the last... Bastion of defense between the door and this thing, so it is going to use its action to essentially get into a contest of strength uh, with Mirko, And for what it's worth, y'all, they're both not very good at this. <laughs> <laughs> that's that. That's I wish someone could
4: could illustrate this for us like I want to see this live this really weak battle
0: it's yeah it's like it's uh, I just want to No, you I can't like it's not cute um all right I think it is cute <laughs> uh so the red dye is Mirko uh and the black dye is the spined devil and I don't know if you all can see it, but it's a six on Mirko and a 10 on the <sighs> spined devil. Oh, God. Okay. So the spined devil <laughs> manages to um, just barely sort of push Mirko to the side. Uh and Mirko, you know, sort of stumbles back and, and looks a little it was not a hard push, so you know, he looks a little chagrined. He's like uh Ugh. and
2: <laughs> just like moves aside.
0: Oh no. It's <laughs> gonna get looped and it's gonna be weird. Come on. <laughs> uh so the uh Spine Devil is able to open the door. Wait, wait, was has... that not
4: his turn to use the strength? Oh
0: yeah, that was strength? that was his action to get by Mirko and open the door. Uh and now it has thirty five feet left of movement, uh minus, you know, it, it It was minus that five to get to the door, and so it goes 35 feet out the door. Since it uses action, it can't dash, so it moves. That's where it is. Next up is oh, and it's definitely like ululating. It's making odd, fiendish noises as it flees the node chamber. Mm -hmm. Bria, you are up.
4: How damaged is this thing looking? Haggard. Like on its last legs?
0: Make a medicine check with disadvantage, and I won't charge you any action or bonus action on it. Ten. Uh, haggard.
4: (laughs) Okay, I am going to bonus action dash to get to him.
0: Okay, great.
4: And then I am going to... Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my god! I hate this so
2: much. This I is, know, this this the is really... my seat. I know.
4: <laughs> it's. I just don't don't know how many hit points he has left. Um yeah, I know. Just a clock tick. I am not going to do the dash. Um okay. I will. No, I am. I'm still right. going to do the dash, and then I am going to cast color spray.
0: <laughs> cool. Cool. That is a wisdom save question mark. That is... Oh, no, 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 This is one where you roll for hit points. It's like sleep, uh, but oh, it's one great. where you roll for hit points. So if you're, if you're casting it at first level, you're gonna, holy shit, you're gonna roll 6d10. <laughs>
4: oh my God. Wow. Do I need to roll that or no?
0: Considering that Kit rolled three ones earlier, I'm gonna say yes, because six would not be enough.
4: <laughs> okay, I got this. If I have six d10s. Well, there's a couple of... One, there's three ones.
0: (laughs) That's why I told you to roll, I'm telling you. (laughs) 18. Uh, What does it look like? Have you ever cast this? What does it look like?
4: No, I don't think so. I think what happens is Bria is very overwhelmed and is so scared that this thing is going to do this um, that maybe she starts casting it when she's on the other because I hid behind the node. So I start casting it when I'm on the other side of the node um but I actually get around it before I start casting and so I think that the magic is going to go through the node and create like a prism of light but it actually does that anyways because that's what it is so just all of these bright pops of light just start showing up around him and attacking his little
0: face I love it I also love that Bria is as surprised as anyone else about the what this spell looks like Yeah
4: <laughs> That's
2: my favorite 100%. It. You've been surprised a lot this combat with you I killing have. the other creature and <laughs>
4: I'm not entirely present, and neither is Bria.
2: Oh,
0: yeah. Well, so Bria watches as these various colors of dazzling lights uh, attack the little face of the Spine Devil. Uh, And you watch as the Spine Devil, who is, you know, we remember that though we break combat up into rounds. Technically, it's all sort of happening at the same time. So you watch this little Spine Devil, like, sort of... uh, jolt for a moment and then just fly directly into a wall uh, because it is in fact blind at this point.
4: And it takes damage from the wall, right? No, it doesn't. Okay, fine
0: but it is blind. Uh, Bria, I will also say that now you are outside of the node chamber, you can hear that there's a lot of noise coming from upstairs. Uh, so, y- you know, you... Um, I'm not saying no one heard the Spine Devil, but, like, it's not silent like it was downstairs, so it's not for sure that someone heard the Spine Devil. Uh, just to give okay. you enough hope to be really nervous. Next on the initiative order is Kit.
1: Yay! <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> that pause was everything and I'm leaving it in.
1: <laughs> um I I mean I don't think I know that Bria blind, blinded the little whatever this thing is called. And I think I'm just going to run after her out the door, uh, and we're gonna, and I'm gonna see it ran into the wall. And once I'm within 30 feet of it, we're gonna do another Thorn yes. Whip and hope yes. that my die don't hate me.
0: Absolutely. So there, if you will recall, like the staircase down to the node is like it takes a few turns. So you like take the very first turn and see this happening in front of you, uh, so you can basically pull it back to uh, to about the the turn in the stairs.
1: Do I have advantage because it can't? See- See it coming,
0: you do, yes. It is blinded, so yes. you all adva- all attack rolls against it have advantage.
1: Huzzah! And a crit, yeah! yeah. <laughs> all right, let's get some more d6. 6d6
0: <laughs> get it, yes. Now, again, as we know, all ones wouldn't kill it.
1: <laughs> well, let's not hope, let's hope that doesn't happen. No, a second I can't time. imagine
0: it will. No, definitely not.
1: It's a much lower probability now that it's... <laughs> that's right. That's right. Ah, uh, yes. This was much better.
0: Oh, okay, good. Yes. <laughs>
1: uh, da, da, da. That's 22 points of Holy damage. Holy shit. Yeah. He how does your
0: thorn whip destroy yes, this little dude? Yes, yes.
1: Uh, it, oh, this is a little morbid, but you know what?
0: It's Bring it <laughs> on. came to We mind. are in season eight. Bring it on.
1: I think that the... The whip wraps around its neck, correct, and I pull back with such force that the head pops off. Absolutely, <laughs> my
0: actually. I have to tell That's you, my favorite season. way to my favorite way to kill things with Thorn Whip.
1: <laughs> Love it. Glad I could oblige. Yeah.
0: Oh, absolutely. Uh, I have definitely done that before with Thorn Whip. So well, well done. Way to go. All right. Well, that I believe is your four opponents, right? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Can 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 we get the body back in the? I'm back in the node chamber. Yeah, he's got something else to
0: say. I I don't actually at the moment. I just want to know what you all are doing. Bria, you and Kit are the ones who would best know that there's a chance that the Spine Devil's yelling wasn't heard and a chance that there was. Uh, Flick and, and Bizdira, you all heard the Spine Devil's noises. I think you are probably, if you're paying attention, a bit more nervous about the situation. Can yeah,
2: I, Kit, w- I'm I, gonna... Oh,
4: I was gonna say, can Kit and I make a roll to see if we can hear if anybody's coming towards us?
0: Oh, interesting. I Yeah, I'll take a perception check. I will take passive if you need me to take passive if you are willing to, like, sit over there for, like, a minute. But if you want, like, a quick listen and then run back in the room, no passive. Mine was 15. Okay, and Kit? 13. Um, you, so there's, it sounds like it's kind of raucous sounding noise coming from up there. And for what it's worth, neither of you notice a, a, like, break in the cheering, screaming, yelling, whatever it is.
4: Cheering? Could be. Okay. Oh, it's
0: hard to tell but Devils. like
4: it. Let's drag this body inside. Bring the body in. Clean up the blood.
0: Are you also bringing the head?
4: No. Yes. Okay, yes. Just checking Yes. <laughs> um, and we'll close the door. And Great. maybe can we start trying to close this portal?
2: Close yeah, I guess the that's the next order of business.
1: I think we need to bring Robert in here. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. Robert, so that they can help us.
0: Yes, absolutely. So Robert was sort of you know had taken cover in the tunnel below, safely, you know, away from the combat, so you can go and retrieve them uh, and bring them bring them into this chamber. And almost immediately, I mean, one of their faces was ripped off, and that is what it is. Uh, but almost immediately, you can see, like, a little more life begin to return. It'll take a little while uh, for them to get fully, you know, rejuiced, uh, but almost immediately, you can see that this is this is the correct move to preserve your, your erstwhile modron friend. Um, How are we going to close this portal?
2: Well, there's nothing yeah. attached to the node, right? No key, no nothing?
0: No, there isn't a key attached to the node. No, now that you have a chance to look at it, the node is definitely active uh, and has been, you know, ceremonied or whatever. But there isn't, it isn't like it was on the Eastern Island. The, you know, there isn't a key affixed to the node here. Um, and the portal is... Let uh, me have Murko make a... Yeah, all right. So uh, with a 26 on Mirko's Arcana, Murko can tell you that the portal that's hovering above the node is definitely taking some power from the node. Doesn't think it's being entirely sustained by that node. And the truth is... Uh, flick, you're Mirko's brother. Evens or odds? Odds. So two. Uh, so Mirko's able to tell you that the... Uh, the portal is being sustained in part by the node but not in its entirety and he does not understand how this portal is the cause of what's happening because this portal shouldn't be stable enough to just sit here for however long Semyaza has been cannyifying this island,
3: still need to figure out a way to deactivate the freaking node. Because that'll yeah, I mean that that wasn't
0: yeah, that wasn't to give you any sort of answer. It was just to give you information about what's happening here. Yeah,
3: so we need Robert to if he, they know how to figure out like how to deactivate without keys attached to it. Or If this is like Mirko's moment to shine.
2: Yeah, I mean, if I recall, it's the node. Can you, you have to like siphon the energy out of the node in order to deactivate it, right? Like it needs some sort of like a vessel or something of the sort.
0: That was, that was how Fiona and the Lich sort of explained what they were going to do to you all was that the only way that, that they were aware of to sort of uh, deactivate is a weird word to use on these nodes. And I know we use it all the time, but like we remember that they are conduits for this world's magic, right? So deactivate. Activate is not entirely accurate, but since this one has been supercharged, yeah, basically you need something to put the energy that is supercharging it, the magic into because you could pull it out but it would explode in a very very bad way uh so it needs to be siphoned into something either that can hold it hold it or at the very least that can contain you know the magical explosion that that is uh, that is coming
3: can we siphon it into uh
0: keys that what, I feel like maybe that was at least in part discussed out East? I can't really remember for sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's see what Mirko thinks about that, because remember, the keys are as much a mystery to the tieflings as to you all. Right. Mm, Mirko's not sure. Um, He definitely thinks that he could do that. He's not sure about two things. One, whether or not the key would be able to contain enough. Uh, And two, like, these keys are mysterious and very powerful artifacts. So... You know, the, the more powerful the item, the more likely that some weird interaction will happen mm-hmm. if you try and start shoving magic into it. Uh, so not impossible, but he's unsure.
4: I felt like the suggestion earlier was that Mirko was saying that his Glorp self was going to absorb it. Was that correct?
0: That is certainly an option that Mirko could take. Uh, it it would be would probably be the last option that Glorp Mirko takes. Um, so, you know, if y'all have other ideas, but 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 yes, that did seem to be the uh, implication. And if you all are having this conversation, uh, Mirko will actually go a little blank, almost as if it's the all talking directly rather than letting Mirko's personality filter it, because that's dark and kind of sad. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, basically tells you, like, you know, uh, I don't exactly know what's going to happen to this body. I imagine it will explode or disintegrate or something, uh, you know. I I want you all to be safe because you are useful, so, you know, I could do it. You all may not want to be here, I don't know.
3: Does Robert have any insight as to whether or not a a key
0: or keys... That's uh, interesting.
3: Like, can we siphon um, as we go? You know, like, start with one, and then as that one's starting to get powerful, siphon into another one, and then cascade it in that sense
2: or maybe like the bay trees do like three at, at a time at, like at the same time
0: right um robert uh, was not there for the creation of the keys so what they know um is a couple of things this is the first thing that i should say is that um i i can't say whether or not you know multiple keys will be possible not because it's not theoretically possible but because that requires a sort of you know, very high level of, of finesse in magic casting. Uh, no offense to you, good sir, but, uh, you know, I don't... I, it, uh, it would be a very delicate procedure to switch the receptacle for the excess magic without, you know, leaking and blowing up, but not impossible. Uh, as to, you know, if one key or uh, how many keys or whether or not the keys will will interact. I, I couldn't say even the Arcanists never tried anything like this. I will say uh, that um, your your chance of problematic interactions is going to increase if you try and use keys that are from other Arcania.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I don't love the idea of not having Mirko in the fight with Semyaza, but at the same time, I think the portal is the bigger issue.
2: Right. But who's to say if even if we close. deactivate the node, if it will close, I think that's right. that's the whole point yeah. of him sharing that with us is that even if we do that, I think it's still going to be open or at least it's going to be accessible in some way, you know.
4: And our point in coming up here was to make sure that your dad can't get in because we're screwed if he can.
2: Which at this point, it seems like pretty much anything can come through.
4: Yeah. 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 When we were planning, that was
1: like our number one thing was like, let's try to close the portal before we have to battle some Yasa.
0: As you all are uh, sort of thinking this through and discussing this and Robert is perking up and, you know, a few of the other faces begin to open their eyes. Can I have everybody make wisdom perception checks, please? With disadvantage, all of you, because you are all exhausted
1: bria 15 nice kit 20 adjusted nice flick
2: and sorry you're not taking passive you know what for this one i will does that change yours bria no okay 17
0: okay and uh Bhizdira. passive is 12 okay great oh. <laughs> all right so kit you are the only one that hears a tiny little voice and that voice says uh, and it's it sounds like it is rapidly getting closer to you from the other side of the portal. But this little tiny voice you hear coming closer and closer, going, Scout 64297, at your service! And popping out of the portal uh, are three little methods, three little ice elemental tiny beings uh, that pop out and put, are flying, and they put their fists on their hips and they look around and they say, Reporting for, oh shit! And that is where we're going to be <laughs> for this week. Oh, God. Oh, my God. <sighs> Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. Be sure to listen next week to find out what this cute little guy's name is. No, probably to watch them murder him. You can reach out to the TLR team by leaving us a podcast review or by dropping us a line on Twitter and Instagram at, at DNDLastRefuge. That's at D the letter N. D. Last Refuge. And if you've got more than 280 characters to say to us, you can also email us at LastRefuge at gmail.com. If you want to know more about us as players, access our Patreon, see some awesome fan art, and get links to other streams and podcasts where you can see us playing even more D. you can go to our website www.dndlastrefuge.com as always i want to thank robert huff my story consultant for this campaign and of course all of you for listening i am your friendly neighborhood dungeon master dm jazzy hands and with me i have
1: bizdira kid Rhea,
0: and Flick. happy gaming y'all I, I do. I d fours do not exist in my house anymore. Apparently. Oh fuck it. I'll
2: roll it digitally. I'm tired of this. <laughs> the problems with having too much dice. Too much poorly organized dice.